passed. Well, yeah, no. Um, I guess we'll never know the password. We're, we're, we finished our Thessalonians uh, two weeks ago, I believe, because we had our hangout last week. Here. Now, we're going to move into 2 Thessalonians next week. But this week, because you know it's not like this weekend, then we're not. Easter eggs! Easter eggs! Yes! Easter eggs! What'd you say? What movie's coming out? I don't know. Mario Bros. Mario Bros. Mario Bros. Mario Bros. Yeah, the Mario Bros. came out of Spring Break? Came out today. Oh, what? Dude, I'm so excited to see Mario. I'm so excited. Okay. You lost me. All your bros. So we... We're going to just kind of like talk about Easter today. Okay? A little bit. But first, this is why this is why you need to be in groups of like two or three. Okay, don't talk to more than two people. All right. Um, so stick in groups of two or three. Talk to your partner or your trio. Okay, and then we're gonna have a competition. Okay, so wait, you three are together. You two are together. You two are together. You two. You three want to be together. Chuck, you can join right here, right here, whatever you want. I'm a group under myself. Oh, or you can do by yourself. That's fine. Here's what you need to do, okay? Can everyone hear? You need to... I'm going to be the judge. I'm going to be the judge. And you have to come up with, like, the most outrageous pairing. Okay, the most outrageous pair of things. Okay? So it can be like... It can be like, oh... Uh, you're gonna decide two things and that just don't go together, okay? okay. Or that are just weird, that are outrageous. I'm gonna be the judge, okay? So take like a minute and talk to your partner, come up with, with the most outrageous pain, alright? It could be anything. No, we have to come up with something. We'll have this. What do you think? I like that. Water. 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 You do that all the time. Water. Water. Wait. No, no, no. Oh. Ice of fire, let's go. <laughs> Alright, uh, about 10 seconds. Okay, get your no. final answers in. We'll get your final answers in in about 8 seconds. Uh, 15 seconds, okay. Yeah. You're, you're not, but you do get to enter our, our pairing in, and maybe it'll win. Alright? Alright, you ready? Okay. Um, where are we going to start? Jordan, Abby, Nick, you guys, you guys, oh, wait, Cameron, Cameron will start. Cameron and I are partners, Cameron, what was our pairing? Fire and ice. Oh. Oh. All right, fire and ice. We got fire and ice. What you guys got? Oh, I don't agree with this. Okay, elephant and trees. Elephant. What? I don't get that one, That was an old happy. I said no. It did get, well, both of them said elephants eat trees. Like, you know, no, what is it like? How do you think that that's like an elephant in a tree? You know, like that. Wait, so elephant in a tree, elephant in a tree. Same thing. No, two different things. I don't know what she said. Elephant in a tree, elephant in a tree. Fire and ice, elephant in a tree. Uh, the name of cow's liver. 
Mayo and cow's liver. I put a card with okay. my answer. Okay. See you later. Yes. Bonus and points. You know what else? Bonus, bonus, bonus and points. That's pretty good. That's an outrageous No, that's definitely that good. That's Jesus. Okay. It's sin. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Easy yeah. way out. Easy way out. He came because of sin. Oh. Oh. We have the we have the winning combo. Oh, and safety. Oh, I'm safety. I am. I barely eat myself. Yeah, and safety. Yeah, that would be better. Yeah, he's good. 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 He's Yeah, 
I didn't hear what you said. Um, no, you can sit there. You just have to sit back there so I can see you. Okay. Um, so the reason we're talking about those two pairings, okay, is you guys, we're going to be talking about <laughs> We're going to be talking about Easter. Okay, Easter's coming up, right, on, uh, on Sunday, and Good Friday. And today we're going to be talking about an outrageous pairing, okay? This is what it is, all right? Anyone want to take a guess in relation to Easter, what this pairing is? Uh, uh, Good Friday and that Jesus died. Okay. Yes? That's a great one. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a Oh, okay, closer. Yes? Specifically. Death and everlasting life. Oh, so close! Not the other oh, okay. But actually, that's better, actually. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pairing, okay? The theme in Easter, okay, of death and life, and they kind of go together, okay? It's like, it's like you can't really have this life that Jesus, right, he resurrects, and you can't really have it unless he, unless he dies first, right? So there's kind of this pairing. death and life that go together, okay? Right, because a few days later, he raised, he's, he's rises, raised. Rose. 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 He rose. He rose. He rose. And he's full of life, right? He's full of life. And so a major theme in the Easter story is death and life together. This pairing between them, okay? I have another question for you guys to discuss in your pairs, okay? Or your trios. 25. Do, do death and life go together? Yes. Okay? Why? And you got to explain it, though. you got to So talk with your partner. And you got to explain why or why not, okay? Do death and life go together? Jesus never died for our sins. That means we would live a life completely with sin, filled with sin, which wouldn't be good life. It wouldn't be real life. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be life at all. It would just be misery. So unless Jesus dies for us, then we will have full of sin. And if you constantly have sin, that's you're gonna feel horrible and you're not gonna have a good life. And that's no life at all. So we can be like physically alive, but we can't really have a good or full life. Yes. But you can't have a life with Jesus. Because he never died for your sins. Okay, so I think we're getting some good things. Yeah, it's good things. That's why you go together because Jesus kind of brings up your life. Yes. Okay. All right. Very interesting thoughts. Good, good thoughts. All right. You going to share that with me? And also, if, if things don't die, then you are going to have food, which means you can't live, and then you're going to die. So, oh, okay. What about like vegetables? Vegetables eventually die. Yeah. About, uh, about, uh, like, just crackers? Crackers. Crackers come from multiple different things. Oh, okay, okay. And also, vegetables. Vegetables need, like, vegetables need. <laughs> I can, I can jump higher than that. Nice! Tell us. I just actually learned. I think yesterday was like the five year anniversary. Yeah. I, I was there for the last year, I paid for every year, so I feel like it was like, maybe I'll be on the wrong. Alright, what do we think? Your 
said that you can't have um, death without life. You can't have life without death. He would never die for our sins. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that does. Yes. Uh, Luke, you're going to pass the camera. That was awesome. Oh, four. Stop saying that. I actually like that one. Old foot? Talk about a little bit. Okay, continue to talk about. So Jesus in 
as he was like walked on the earth and as he like ministered to people and healed people, he was always telling people to follow him, right? Like if you come to high school Bible study, you probably remember he like called disciples. He said, follow me. He, and he was, so he's constantly telling people to follow him. And he's also telling people like through stories and parables and conversations, he was telling them how, he was telling people how to follow him too. Okay. And so in, in Matthew, in the gospels, according to Matthew and Mark and Luke, uh, Jesus says this, okay? Some of you might recognize this. Jesus is speaking to this big crowd, and he says this. Uh, this is from Luke 9.23. If anyone would come after me, okay, if anyone would come after me, if anyone would follow me, let him de- deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Okay, Jesus is telling these people how to follow him, okay? And he's saying, take up your cross, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Uh, just talk for like 30 seconds to a minute. What does it mean... I have to take up your cross daily. What does that mean? What is Jesus talking about here? All right. Go. You can talk to each other.
Jesus guiding you every day. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a lot of a lot of blood going on. Any other thoughts from anyone? Do you guys have any thoughts now hearing this? <laughs> it's a hard question. Harder than it's on me. Last call for any thoughts? Do like talk about the last thought. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Luke, did you have any thoughts? What? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I did. I forgot what that was. Oh, okay. But no, 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 no. Geo has it. He shared it. He shared it. Yeah. I think, I think those are uh, both both uh, good things. Like, da- wait, there's like the element of daily, right? So take up the cross daily, which Geo kind of like got there. Like, um, waking up every day and acknowledging our sinfulness. Um, but not letting it overcome us because we know that we follow Jesus yeah. who, um, who's taken up his own cross and laid his own life down for us, right? Um, and also there's like this, this uh, like burden. Like this cross is a burden, right? Because it's like, well, first of all, just the imagery of Jesus carrying this heavy cross and tree of the sail and then it's what, was, what he was going to die on, right? So Jesus, like here, Jesus is kind of telling us how to follow him, right? He says, take up your cross. He says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. And, and he's saying, take up your cross, which when you think about the cross, it was the thing that was used to kill Jesus, right? Like Jesus died. It was an, it was a, an instrument of like death to kill Jesus. Um, and so Jesus is telling us, following me, kind of what we hinted at before, a lot of you like hinted at before, is that following Jesus, there is this element of death involved in following Jesus. All right. There's taking up this cross, this instrument of death for us. Jesus is telling us, like, actually, you guys need, you guys need to die. In a sense. Um, And he goes on in verse 24. So this is the verse right after verse 23. Jesus says this. For whoever would save his life, whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. You know, Jesus right here is telling us that death and life, they go hand in hand. He says, whoever saves his life, whoever holds on to his life is going to lose it. Okay? But whoever loses his life, whoever lets go, whoever takes up the cross and lays their life down. They're actually going to find life with Jesus. They're going to find life with Jesus, everlasting life. Um, but I think I think Jesus is speaking to like a bigger picture of eternity. He is speaking about everlasting life, but I think he's also speaking about um, right now. Like Jesus is speaking, he's saying, "Yeah, there is everlasting life. Your bodies are going to be made new. There's going to be this physical death, but also this physical, beautiful, glorious resurrection where we will have everlasting life." But I think more clearly in this passage, Jesus is actually talking about right now. He's talking about right now. And he's not talking about physically dying right now. We don't need to physically die right now. Not a physical death. But a kind of death where we let go of, of our wants, of our desires, um, so that we, for the sake of others. Like, we don't, we don't need to physically die. But part of, part of death is, like, letting go, right? Like, you, you let go of life. Um, and so, like, kind of more of like a... a a metaphorical death of where we let go of actually what we want, what we desire, so that we can love others and love God. And I think that's actually what Jesus is telling us. To follow me, this is what it looks like to follow me. You need to let go of, of who you are in a sense and take on this new identity so that you can love me and love others. And so Jesus speaks of life and death and they go together, right? Because if we really want to find life, we actually need to die. Kind of like what Luke was saying, right? We need to die to ourselves. 
right? You said that before. Pretty sure. He probably remembered. But life and death go together, right? You can't really have you can't really have one without the other, right? More specifically, you can't really have life without death. You can't. And I think that kind of goes opposite because Cameron and I were talking, and he was like, he was like, you can't really have death without life. You can't have life without death. But I was like, well, you're born before you die, you know, like you're you're a baby before you die. But uh, I think Jesus really is really showing us that you can't really have true, real, like a whole life without this death first, without death. Um, and I think there's there's a point where life and death actually meet. Okay, there's this intersection. Okay, if you imagine like an intersection, and then in the middle of the intersection. Can you guys guess what's there? <laughs> oh, yeah. You said that. <laughs> Can you guess what's at the middle of the intersection? An axe. An axe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're close. We're close. This is, this is what it is, okay? It's Jesus. Jesus is at the intersection of life and death. And even if, if, you, think about, if you think about Good Friday and the Easter story, Jesus dies on Good Friday... And then he, he raises like a few days later. But right in the middle of that, right in the middle of that, there's kind of nothing, right? And there's like silence and Jesus was here, but now he's not. And then he's back. Like Jesus is the only one who has actually passed from, from death to life well, like that. Well, sorry. Were you talking about Lazarus? Oh, Did you have a question? Didn't Elijah not die? Oh, uh, yes. And, and Enoch, maybe? It was Enoch. Yeah. Same dude. Same dude. Yeah. Same dude. But I, Jesus, Jesus was the one who had the power. Jesus was the one who had the power to actually bring Enoch and us from death to life. So it's not Enoch standing at the intersection, but he actually is a recipient, right, of like this life and death, of this death to life thing. So Jesus is at the middle of this intersection between death and life, okay? And, and it's really amazing because Jesus, when you think about Jesus, he took up his cross and he laid down his own desires, and he laid down uh, his life. He let it go for the sake of others. He, he let go of his life for the sake of us, for us, for you. He took up his cross, and he laid down his life. He let go of his life for you and for me. But then he actually rose, right? He rose from the dead to give us new life and to show us, not just to give us new life, but also to show us where we can find real life, what real life looks like. And it's in this intersection between death and life. We can, we can find real life in Jesus. That's where we can find real life in Jesus and in following him. And so if we follow Jesus and the way that we can follow him, like he instructed us, right? In, in Luke 9, 23, we can take up our cross. We can lay our lives down. We can deny ourselves. We can, we can lay down our desires. You can lay down your wants, maybe your dreams, your time, your energy. You can lay those things down in order to love those people around you in order to love your families or your friends or the kids at school that are maybe outcasts or the kids at school that are maybe hard to love or have hurt you um, or, or just kind of um, different. This is where we can find life. This is where we can find Jesus and laying down our wants and our desires in our time and energy for the sake of loving others. So Jesus is the, is the point where life and death meet, right? Okay. Like there's this, there's this intersection, life and death, and Jesus is at the middle of that. Jesus is, is, is right there in the middle. So think about this question, okay? How can you follow Jesus in laying your life down, okay? How can you follow Jesus in laying your, your life and your wants and your desires, maybe your, your time and energy, your differences, 
How can you lay those things down in order to love others and to love God? Okay? Because I think this, Jesus is showing us that this, when we lay ourselves down for the sake of others, this is where we find Jesus. This is where we find uh, real life. Let's pray. God, we thank you. Um, we thank you for uh, this weekend, just this uh, remembering of uh, Jesus' life and his death and his resurrection. Now he has defeated death um, so that we can follow him, so that we can have life with him forever. Um, we would just ask that you would show us and really uh, move in our hearts to, to show us the ways where we can lay ourselves down to love those around us where we can lay the things that we desire or want down, um, where we can lay our dreams down in our time and give up our time and energy in order to love those around us so that we can find real life in you. And we ask that we would all find real life, everlasting and, and whole life in you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.